Welcome to Beretta Fleur Du Jour, a podcast where we explore our life experience. Where are you in your experience today? Hello and welcome to another edition of Beretta Fleur Du Jour. I'm your host, Beretta Fleur. If you're not familiar with my work, I am an author, podcaster, and confidence coach, and I help people and entrepreneurs, just like you, lead happier, more successful, more fulfilling lives, and I do that through coaching, content, and storytelling. So good to be here with you. I have just returned from vacation with many nieces and nephews and family members. Um, super fun. If you happen to catch my Friday live, I was with my niece Elle and a couple of other little gremlins running around, and we were discussing food relationships and developing healthy habits. If you'd like to catch that Friday live with Elle and others, I have that on my Instagram on IGTV, and I probably will be posting it to my YouTube, youtube.com slash Just go to the Friday Live replays and you will see food relationships. In this episode on habits, first what I want to do is establish what habits are. I want to walk you through a little patented Beretta Fleur exercise to focus on three or four habits that you have and don't like and three or four habits that you have that you do like. To let you see how much of your life is habit, because we are creatures of habit, and how much control you actually do have over the things that you do in your life. And from there, I want to explore ways that you can weed out the bad habits and retain or establish the good habits that you're looking to do in your life, and some tools and tricks to help you move forward into a happier, healthier, more fulfilling life where you have control and less compulsion, and you're able to see your life as a series of choices and a series of habits instead of kind of this out of control, like, I don't know what I'm doing sort of experience. So what are habits? Merriam-Webster defines a habit as an acquired mode of behavior that has become nearly or completely involuntary. Also, a habit can be described as an addiction, as in a drug habit. A habit can also be a behavior pattern acquired by frequent repetition or physiologic exposure that shows itself in regularity or increased facility of performance. So basically, a habit is an acquired mode of behavior, meaning that we have a lot of control over the habits that we have and the ones that we let die out. So the key here, guys, is repetition. If you're, for example, wanting to work out more, the reason why it's so tough is because you haven't established the habit. So you might be in the habit of, you know, sleeping in or going to breakfast with your friends or lying around and watching movies on Saturday instead of getting up early and going for a run, right? So Both of those things are habits, and that's what I want to kind of pay attention to in this podcast. The first thing I want to do is do a little exercise with you, and that will kind of focus on three habits you have that are good and three that are bad. So let's get started. (laughs) 
in this exercise, I want you to focus and if you can grab a pen and pad, if you're walking or driving around or whatever, if you wanna pause this and just think on and ruminate over what I'm bringing up to you. I want you to think about three habits that you have that are good. So that could be brushing your teeth, maybe you have a face or skincare regimen, maybe you have like a workout that you do, maybe you read a lot. Focus on three habits that you have that are good. And then when you have those three habits in mind, I want you to focus on how you feel. When you know that you've completed those habits, when it's like, you know, if you, you're so tired, it's like, oh my gosh, I do not want to wash my face. I don't want to get up. I was just falling asleep. But you get up and you do it anyway because it's a habit. Also think about how they make you feel when you do them and how you feel when you don't do them. The second part of this exercise, I want you to think about three, maybe four, just a little handful of habits that you have that aren't that good for you, right? Or they're bad, they're straight up bad. <laughs> and that could be running late, could be maybe snacking late at night, it could even be drinking or eating to excess. So three habits, three or four habits that just you know are not good, like straight up you know that it's not, it's not where you wanna be and it's not really the best for you and you don't really wanna be doing this regularly and it's kind of disruptive in your life, but you just find yourself doing them anyway. And then <laughs> again, as a second part, after you're figuring out like those three or four things that you do all the time that you don't really want to be doing or you know you shouldn't be doing, think about how you feel when you do them. Are you mad at yourself? Like, oh shoot, I really shouldn't be doing this. Or you don't feel good or you feel sick. Maybe you ate too much. Maybe you drank too excess and now you have a hangover. So just focus on how you feel physically, mentally, emotionally, and if there's any disruption in your life when you do these things habitually. So in this exercise, if you uncovered anything that you're super proud of, make a note as to what those things were, because that's important. Because that positive reinforcement, you can look back and say, wow, you know, I always feel really good after I work out. That memory of that reward feeling inside is going to help you establish even more overall good for you habits in your life. Conversely, if you uncovered any sort of bad feelings or you felt like, wow, that doesn't feel good to think about. I don't like admitting or thinking to myself that I am a habitually blank person, you know, or I'm habitually blanking this in my life. I really don't want to think of myself that way. Maybe you're a little bit ashamed or maybe you're just like, blah, why do I do that to myself? I don't feel good every time I do it. 
maybe you're uncovering some kind of complex emotions when you think about those less than healthy or less than good, less than commendable (laughs) habits in your life. I also want you to think about those emotions and just sit with them a little bit, even if it's uncomfortable, because that's actually going to help you negate or lessen or say no to hanging on to those habits. The more you look at how bad habits or less than healthy habits in your life make you feel on the whole, whether it's physically or emotionally, you're going to start putting those two feelings together. You're going to start thinking, wow, when I ate three pieces of cake, I felt like total crap. When I chose to lie on the couch and eat chips and watch TV instead of going out to see my friends or going out on a walk, I felt depressed or I felt sluggish or I had a headache. Hang on to those feelings. And if you wrote them down, that is great because the next part of this podcast, we're going to be entering into a couple tools that will help you hang on to those good habits and establish new good habits and let those bad and unhealthy habits fall by the wayside and not have so much say in the way that you spend your time and the way that you live your life. Habits are very interesting to me because I don't know about you, but when I'm on vacation, I get this weird like sort of feeling. I'm relaxed, but also I'm out of my usual habits. I'm not waking up in the same place. I'm not waking up at the same time. I'm not necessarily eating the same foods or I have to make a really concerted effort to keep eating how I'm eating at home. So on vacation, I kind of realized habits are huge. Habits are in a way what keeps us feeling on balance and comfortable and sort of like ourselves. If you ever experience when maybe you have a break between Christmas and New Year's, maybe you're in school or maybe your office is closed and you just kind of sit around like, what do I do with myself? Who am I? (laughs) It's because you're not partaking in those regular habits. You're not doing your normal routine. We are creatures of habit. So just that little window into the effect and how our life is made up of habits really got me thinking into the power that we have over our lives when we decide to take control of the types of habits and the kinds of habits that we establish in our lives. So a lifetime of building up good or bad habits, you kind of have to look at how you were raised or your upbringing and things that you were taught along the way, what things were valuable, what things were good to do, what things were bad to do, either through actual teaching from mentors or parents or family or by seeing what somebody was doing and choosing to not do that (laughs) or maybe choosing to emulate that. So anything that we're doing in a habit, we've likely decided in our minds is good or bad. With that in mind, I have sort of started with myself. When I first started having my own place and really just was able to design my life the way that I wanted to, I decided to do a little thing which (laughs) this phrase kind of caught on between my friends and I, which was (laughs) self-mom. Self-mom or self-dad. Sorry, guys. (laughs) 
So I think the term now is kind of adulting. You've heard that. I don't want to adult today. I can't adult today. You know, adulting. So self-mom or adulting is basically being in charge and in control of your compulsions and your habits. Because the less compulsion and the more intention you can have in your life, the better control you will have over which habits you retain and which habits die out over time. Self-momming is basically building healthier habits and eliminating bad habits through imposing limits on yourself. For example, if you have a problem with snacking late and you're not eating the healthiest foods, don't keep unhealthy foods in your house. If your mom wanted you to eat healthy, she wouldn't bring those junk foods and you know, sugary cereals home. She would bring home healthy foods for you to eat as a family member, as a mother who cared about what her children or child were eating. So looking back on those three habits that you are not necessarily excited about doing or having in your life, what are three ways that you could self-mom yourself? And like I said, that could be getting yourself a pair of walking sneakers and being like, all right, self, we are going to go outside and we're going to walk. And, you know, growing up, I heard the phrase, go play outside every day. (laughs) So I'm a huge taking myself outside to go play outside person. Get a little self-mom with yourself and look at those three unhealthy habits and say, you know what? No, this is not going to fly in my house. As master of my house and mom of the house or dad of the house, I am going to drop the hammer and be like, no more junk food. No, that's it. No, we're not keeping Doritos in the house. If I need Doritos or want Doritos so badly, I will decide on a cheat day for myself and I will go out and I will get a little bag of Doritos for myself. You have to kind of take control and harness those compulsions and decide to live with more intention in order to establish the healthy habits or get rid of the unhealthy habits. The second thing that I want you to do and try in the realm of trying to get rid of and weeding out those unhealthy habits and establishing and retaining the healthy habits in your life is to keep a journal. In episode seven, Food Relationships, my podcast, we go into and I challenge you to keep a food journal. This could be a food journal or it could be a habits journal. So that's up to you. If your habits are food related in any way, take a listen to episode seven and explore that exercise that I challenge you to do. I've been working on mine over vacation and it's been, even if I'm on a healthy diet and I've been getting very healthy, there is always something that jumps out and surprises you. Just to share a quick side note on that, I was surprised because I had had kind of a stressful conversation with my mother. I do- <laughs> Hi mom, if you're listening. I don't want to get too into it, but basically I was kind of stressed out because she's looking into traveling and I just want to make sure that she's safe. And <laughs> anyway, as we were talking, I found myself like freaking out and there was a little bowl of chocolates in front of me and I was like, I want chocolate. And I was like, whoa, okay, I haven't craved chocolate in weeks and weeks. So I don't know if it was talking to my mother, making me feel like an angry kid again, or an angry adult talking to an angry kid. (laughs) I don't know what the dynamic was. There's probably a lot to unpack there, but I found myself wanting chocolate because I was very stressed out. And that was really helpful to have my food journal. Because I was food journaling, I was actually 
my brain was making correlations between what I was putting into my mouth or what I was wanting to put into my mouth and how I was feeling. So if you haven't gotten a chance to do that food journal, highly, highly recommend it. Just personally, I, it's kind of helped me be like, wow, okay. Note to self, if I'm stressed out, I want chocolate. What I really should do is get in the pool or go outside or go for a walk, you know, or um, kind of breathe and maybe do yoga or something. Something else besides stuffing my face with chocolate because that's not going to help. That's just going to make me sad <laughs> and angry at myself. So yes, keeping a journal is very helpful, again, whether that is a food journal or whether that is a habits journal, because you want to kind of explore the emotions tied to your choices, both good and bad. For example, if you have in your habits journal, like today I went on a walk, you might find that it elevates your mood and makes you feel good. Whereas if you choose to drink too much, it makes you feel bad the next day, or it might even lead to arguments or bad choices, other bad choices or negative experiences in your life, or you could just feel like crap and have a hangover. So the point of keeping a journal, in addition to the self-mom or self-dad, is to help you see those ties. You're you, you're living inside your life, you're busy, you're making choices left and right every day. This journal helps you kind of slow down and realize, wow, I'm making these choices and I'm feeling this way. Or I'm making these choices and I'm feeling this way and it's not good. So try and keep a habits journal and or a food journal, which really focuses on choices and emotions, at least for a week or two. It might help you get out of the trap of being compulsive and it might help you be more intentional. Finally, after you've been journaling and self-momming or self-dadding a little bit and kind of trying to work with yourself to establish new habits and get rid of the bad ones, if you're having any sort of trouble or if you're struggling, I do offer one-on-one coaching and we can together kind of explore your habits and come up with an action plan for you. If you're feeling like you're struggling, I do offer that service. If you go to berettafleur.com slash coaching, you can find all the information there as well as a free quiz. So that is something that you might also like to explore if you're having a little bit of trouble or you want to delve further into those emotions and work that you uncovered during the exercise. Here's a well-known kind of riddle slash poem for you, and it's something that was brought to my attention by a mentor a while ago, and I have since seen it on many, many webinars and self-improvement websites and the like. It's kind of cool, but it's about habits. I'm going to spoil it for you. It's called Who Am I? And the answer is a habit. But since we're talking about habits, I wanted to read it to you. I am your constant companion. So I am your greatest help or heaviest burden. I will push you onward or drag you down to failure. And I am completely at your command. Half the things you do, you might just as well turn over to me. And I will do them quickly and correctly. I am easily managed. You must merely be firm with me. Show me exactly how you want something done, and after a few lessons, I will do it automatically. I am the servant of all great men and women, and alas, of all failures as well. Those who are great, I have made great. Those who are failures, I have made failures. 
I am not a machine, though I work with the precision and repetition of a machine, plus the intelligence of a human. You may run me for profit or run me for ruin. It makes no difference to me. Take me, train me, be firm with me, and I will place the world at your feet. Be easy with me, and I will destroy you. Who am I? I am a habit. In closing, it's important to look at life is a series of choices, and a lot of those choices are repetitive, and they come from habits that we establish. So it's very, very important for you to look at the habits in your life and realize that these choices that you make over and over are really the stuff of what your life is made of and really do affect your overall health and your overall happiness and success and feeling fulfilled. So even out of those several habits that you uncovered today, whether good or bad, if you can focus on eliminating one bad habit and harnessing or developing or growing a good habit, those choices can infinitely improve your life experience. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Beretta Fleur Du Jour now offers confidence coaching, one-on-one experiences to help you reach your goals and live your dream life. For more information, go to BerettaFleur.com slash coaching to get your free quiz.